Welcome to Healer's Happy Hour. I'm your host, Anne. On the show, we discuss meaningful conversations with healers in various fields and modalities. In this podcast, you can expect to learn more on the connection of the mind, body, emotion, and spirit, as well as our purpose here today. So sit back, take a sip of your favorite drink, and enjoy today's topic. Cheers. Hello, and welcome to the Healer's Happy Hour. I am so honored and well happy to have Fefe from Touch by Tarot here with us. She's a master tarot terrorist. I've been trying to say that correctly all morning. <laughs> you got it. You got it. And she's a master at tarot as well with 25 plus years experience. She offers intuitive, ancestral and life path readings as well. So welcome, Afefe. We're so honored. Thank to you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I'm glad yeah. to be here. Yes. And what are you drinking this morning? I have some ice cold water. Okay. Okay. And then just as a backup, in case my mood changes, I've got a mimosa. Beautiful. So, but, but for now, we'll go with the ice water. Beautiful. <laughs> and I have um, peppermint tea and lemoncello LaCroix because that's what there I... There we go. So we so, both have options. So called to do that. Yeah. Well, let's have a I cheers. love it. Cheers while you're, while you're on the... Absolutely. Clink, yeah. clink. Happy pre-Valentine's Day. Yes. Yes. We're filming this before Valentine's Day. Uh, I'm so yeah. honored for Fefe to... to come here on a Sunday and chat with me. So absolutely. My pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you. So Fefe, what got you started in tarot? What was the catalyst that started this journey for you? Um, you know, and if you don't mind, may I call you Anne, by the yeah. way? On this? Okay. Um, you know, it's interesting. It's, I'm going to give you a, a quick two-part answer to that. Number one, uh, by way of introduction, I always tell people, you know, they say never say never. Yeah. Because there was a time in my life when I was a very, very staunch fundamentalist Christian. Oh. And so to eat, I, and I will never forget, I had a really close, like really tight girlfriend who was Catholic. And there, so there, there are things I was uh, Pentecostal or, and Baptist. So right. their, their norms and mine were different. And I remember I went over to her house one day mm-hmm. and, um, and she had a couple of tarot decks on her table oh, and I freaked out. I was like, oh, you got to get that stuff out of here or else I'm leaving. Like mm-hmm. it was just so counter to mm-hmm. what I thought was acceptable. So I often share that with people because you never know, you know, never say never. You never know what, what journey, you know, lies ahead. Um, So my, my actual introduction to Tarot came Mm. some years later Mm. when I began to broaden my spiritual beliefs. And, and I, I always respect the church, always will, but I just reached a point in my life where I felt like there was more to it. You know, like there was just this one piece of it, but there was a big world out there, different cultures, different mm-hmm. modalities, different things. I started getting into astrology and, um, and eventually one thing led to the next. I had an African divination performed mm-hmm. and the priest, um, said, you know, you, you're probably going to get called to a different path. And wow. then as spirit would have it, I kid you not, like all of a sudden I just started meeting people. I'd meet someone at a bookstore, at a library, just people started popping up and conversations mm-hmm. led me to becoming initiated. I actually um, became initiated as a Yoruba priestess and um, a West African tradition. And yes. part of my training was Tarot. Mm. Um, there were, you know, they, we did aromatherapy. There were also, I mean, this was really mm. dedicated, long, you know, um, sort of graduations as it were, but that was my official interrupt, uh, um, introduction to Tarot. 
Amazing. And once I got the cards in my hand and my mind was open to it, you know, instead of having this, I'm doing something wrong attitude, it was game on. It was game on. You are an incredible reader. I had a reading done by a family. Thank you. Amazing. Amazing. Yes. Thank you. Highly recommend. Highly recommend. It really Thank you so much. I appreciate that. It's my passion, you know, and I think, I think probably more than anything, that's, that seems to be the consistent feedback that I get from people is it's not just what they saw in the cards, but, but it is this exchange and this energy that I give. I want people to come away from a reading feeling you know, like you're saying, and, and just feeling like you've got something from it, you know? Yes. yes. So. Yeah, your delivery is impeccable. I just feel like the way you read the, that's what really spoke to me too. When I was like, I have to have a Fefe on my podcast because the way you read is so beautiful. Oh, it really, I, I listen like every day or every time you post, I'm always like, what do you have today? What is the message? And even your general messages, I always relate to. So I truly, truly appreciate that. I can't tell you how much. And I notice, you know, when you're, you know, from when you're on the gram or on YouTube or whatever, yeah. you, you get to know and you kind of build a camaraderie with people yeah. who, you know, are there on the journey with you all the time. So I love it. Um, and I often tell people, I had somebody uh, contact me recently and they said, um, I'm fangirling you right now. And I was like, get out of here. I'm fangirling you. Like, it's, it's really for me, it's about community. Yeah, I've been doing it a really long time. Yes. But I look forward to what I can learn from you, just as, you know, just as I share my knowledge. You know, we're all out here doing it together. We are. That's why exactly why I have this podcast. So we can all connect as a community for, for people that may not know of you to connect with you then and, yes. and you and, and just, yeah, just vibe with you for lack of a better term, you know? Yeah. Vibe works. Vibe works. Vibe works. So, thank you. Thank you. Awesome. What you touched on with being Baptist um, and, and your friend that was Catholic reminds me of my upbringing because I was raised Catholic, but okay. I I don't look it, but I'm half Italian and we in my family are very like kind of superstitious on the Italian side. Oh, okay. I always felt like I had for my ancestry, a little bit of that inclination towards the more occult because of that. And I'm, I'm learning to connect more with my Italian roots with that, but, but it just reminded me of what you were saying, because then I had this like Catholic guilt around even right. For myself or like right. connecting to my spirit guys because like you know people in the catholic church are like well how do you know you're connecting to your spirit the devil you know <laughs> so, right. exactly so, yeah exactly you know you better be careful because you know you're tipping over on the, you know yeah. it's like, okay i'm i'm gonna take my chances you know yes. I'll, I'll get back to you yes so, so i totally yeah. i totally feel you on that how how really yeah. sometimes confine us in that way and not I, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, speak to all religions, but at least for me, Catholicism more confined me. And it was like, I wasn't able to branch out in the way I wanted. Yes. Yes. So I, well, feel I think, you know, I think and one, any, any tradition where yeah. there are distinct parameters mm-hmm. and you don't step outside the four corners of that, yep. that's, you know, that's, that's where we can get tripped up. And, you know, and again, not knocking anybody. I, I absolutely love, I love whatever brings you closer, yes. you know, whatever keeps you going, do you, Agreed. But, but I'm just really, really happy that I opened up. And because once I did, it never stopped. It still no. hasn't stopped. No, no. Yeah. That third eye is flowing out information. I can tell, I can tell. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so why Tara? What? What really brought you into tarot? Well, you touched on what brought you into tarot, but what really uh, was something that you found really, really drove your passion around tarot? You know, and for me, um, and I've said this, I will share more of this on, on my YouTube channel and as I build, as I build you know, my, my work. Um, I was a journalist for a lot of years. So I always loved, communicating with people and helping people understand topics that maybe they didn't know about. I mean, that was the whole point. And I was a a newspaper journalist. So the whole idea was, you know, I should be able to go to to someone who knows absolutely nothing about a topic 
and write an article in a way that when they come away from it, whether they're interested or not, at least they learned something, you know, yeah. at least, at least it, it clicked. Yeah. And when I started working with the cards, it felt like that same thing. Like I had an opportunity, even though it is a divination system, even though there are very specific meanings to the cards, yeah. but they don't exclude anybody. Mm. And as a reader, as a communicator, and someone who was comfortable writing and expressing, I found that as a spiritualist, mm -hmm. I still had that gift of being able to take spiritual matter and translate it and, and share it and make it make sense to anybody. You know, yeah. it didn't matter whether, whether you had exposure to it or mm -hmm. not. Um, I felt like I just had a knack for it. And then it, it bore itself out. You start yeah. doing readings for friends or, you know, for, and people say, that's yeah. it, you know, and then you get that 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 confirmation that wait a minute i really do you know i have this connection and this ability um and you know they say you should always do something how's it go and that that your work shouldn't feel like work it should yes. feel like something that you could just do forever and you don't even realize you're working yep yep that was terrific yeah that's that's incredible yeah, yeah. I, that makes me so happy to hear because i know especially this day and age where people are working jobs where they don't enjoy it or we're having the great resignation right now. So I guess a lot of people are trying to find what actually brings them joy. So I think that's amazing that you speak to that and that you're doing what brings you joy. Um, and you're absolutely so well, absolutely. Again, follow a FFA if you don't a touch by Aww, Absolutely. <laughs> Glad so to have bad. anybody come aboard. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And so what else do you enjoy about reading tarot? Um, maybe is it, you know, the, the aha people get from your readings or is it just the, the confirmation, the connection to spirit that you have? What, what are some other things you can touch on? It's, about tarot? it's a little bit, it's, it's all of that. Yeah. Um, but I will tell you where I feel most useful and like, no, no joke, no, no kidding is I think I'm making a difference in people's lives. Yeah. And I, you know, people come to me sometimes with some heavy stuff, like life altering. I need to make a decision. And, and depending on the, the, the decision I make, depending on what, you know, spirit says, what our guides say, mm -hmm. I could go left or I could go all the way right. Yeah. There's a responsibility that comes with that. Yeah. And so I love the fact that it keeps me really grounded in my faith. Yeah. Um, in my belief and in, in being humble, mm -hmm. because this isn't about, you know, I don't, I don't go on the whole guru, um, mm -hmm. you know, go to somebody who can answer all your problems kind of thing. Yeah. That's, that's not what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm, I think that I make a difference in people's lives in a very real way where they come away. It's not about what I did. Mm -hmm. It's about me holding up a mirror so that they can come away and have some clarity around what their decisions are. And I had, you know, I have had over the years, people who have come back to me later and said, thank you. Because, you know, whether it was a divorce or changing a job or moving to another state, I mean, you know, things with high stakes. Yeah. Um, I've had, I've had many people come back and say, and, you know, I'm not so sure if I would have done that if we had not gone to spirit, if I didn't feel like I had that confirmation, because sometimes we get in our heads and we think, you know, well, here's what I'm about to do. Yep. Yep. <laughs> spirit is like, mm. you know, let's, let's, let's pull that back a couple of steps. Yes. And, you know, and it's that, it's that gut check. It's that, yes. it's that balance that we need. Yes. And, and I'm that bridge. That's really how I feel. I feel like I'm that bridge. And, and so that's truly what I love about it. It's a, it's a functional way of life for me. You know, I'm not, even though we're, you, you probably know, you know, we kind of have to, for legal purposes, when we do tapings and stuff, we have to say for entertainment purposes only, because, right. you know, we're not trying to, replace any medical advice or any kind of professional care um but it's not entertainment no <laughs> be down you know what i mean i'm not playing it's not a game oh no so i, I saw that on one of your last videos and i was kind of laughing because so i was like 
this isn't just entertainment for me but you know but I, you know but I'm also I go to a therapist so like I'm also like I'm very I'm very much both so yeah I totally yeah. totally get yeah, that you know we got to do what we got to do but um, <laughs> but but yeah I I love that this for me is a tool that anybody can use and um and I'm actually, I'll get to this later, I guess you said when we talk about what, where I'm going and what's next and all of that. But I am going to start teaching because I've found that I've had many requests. Yeah. And what I've found is, um, you know, there are tens of thousands of readers out there, YouTube, the gram, Twitter, everywhere. So, and at one point, I was a little reticent. You know, I only went public two years ago. I'm 61. Yeah. You know, I've been doing this yeah. since my 30s. Um, yeah. And I held off for a really long time because I had that, that some people call it the imposter syndrome, you know, but it was like, okay, Afefe, you know you're good. You know you've been doing this like on a real tip um, for a lot of years, but what's going to make people come to you? You know, how are you going to stand out? And then you see incredible people out there and you start, it gets in your head. You're like, mm, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I feel you um, wholeheartedly. You know? but I had, um, I had a psychic, I uh, had a reading um, a while back with a psychic. And you know what she said to me? And I'll share it with you because yeah. it hit. Yeah. She said, a fefe. Your people are your people, True. and others, other people's people are yep. their people. Yeah, and people are going to be drawn to you because there's something about you. Yes. So don't you know you can't get all whatever about comparing yourself to anyone else. Just bring what you have to the table. Yes. And I would say that for you, you know, yes. as you grow your practice, for anyone who sees this pot or hears this podcast, absolutely, just do you. Beautiful. I totally agree with that. And I, it is intimidating seeing how many people are out there sometimes, but that's like, it was spot on because, because you, you speak to people in a way that is different than other tarot readers. Everyone's different. I think we need everyone. We need all the healers we can get right now to help light to the earth right now. So I've learned to look at it that way of like, oh, this is a necessity and we each bring our own angle, our own talents to, to tarot like you do. Absolutely. So I think it's incredible. And, and I really pride myself on having the real deals on my podcast, people who are not in it for the ego. Cause I see that a bit, um, on the, on the gram <laughs> people that are just oh, yeah. Maybe yeah. doing it for like a little bit of that fame or whatever involved. Absolutely. And don't even get me on TikTok. That's, you know, yeah. I love TikTok. Don't get me wrong. I will go on there when I, when I need entertainment. Yeah, <laughs> that's my go-to. But the whole, um, you know, the whole marketing ploy. You know, if I make it look cute or if I make it whatever, yep. you know, it's um, commercializing it. And, yes. Yeah. Yes. So and and I agree. And I I'm I'm trying to navigate that world too of you know offering services but not make it commercialize or capitalize. Yeah. I feel like you're the same. You're just, you're just so genuine with it. So that's, that's another reason I I'm having you on the show today because I really think Fefe is genuine. And just when you were speaking to how you feel like you're the bridge, I've heard other, what I call real deal, spiritual teachers say that too. Like we're just the bridge. Wow. We're not here telling people. Yeah. We're not here telling people what to do. We're, We're just the bridge basically the light and and bringing that into the to the earth 100 percent lives because yeah. we ultimately can't make that decision for people oh you should move you should you should do this it's just like here's what the cards are saying you leave when you do readings you leave the cards very open-ended i've noticed so it's like it could be it could mean this for you or it could mean this and and you kind of take that as it resonates so a hundred percent a hundred i couldn't say it better I could not say it better. Totally agree with you. Totally agree at every point. Yeah. 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 And I wanted to go into, you know, what are some common misconceptions about tarot that you've come across in your 25 plus years? Um, One big one Mm -hmm. is people will have, sometimes people want a reading because they are asking about something that they want a finite answer to. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. You know, um, am I meant to do this with my life or should I marry this person or should I try and get back together or, or, you know, how do, am I supposed to be an entrepreneur versus working for a company? Like what's my future? What's my real destiny? Mm-hmm. If I pull the cards on any of those kinds of questions today, mm-hmm. I'm going to see certain energy patterns based on where a person is at that time, right? But say after that reading, the person makes some really, you know, drastic change in their life, um, then that could very well change the energy of that reading. And so that's one of the misconceptions I think around tarot is that people, you know, people will have readings thinking that what they see in a given moment, that's it, lock, stock, and barrel. Mm. And that's not life when you think about it. You know, life changes, the universe changes in direct proportion to the things that we do or say or think and what we put out there. You know, you reap what you sow, right? Yes. Yeah. So that would be a misconception. I think sometimes people go to the cards or they want a reading um, because they ha- they assume that what they see mm-hmm. is what it is. Mm-hmm. And it is what it is mm-hmm. in that moment for that period of time. Yeah. And the idea. And when you think about the whole the whole notion of Tarot, they call mm-hmm. it the fool's journey. Right. Because you start out as the, the quintessential quote unquote fool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you go through all these different phases of life, all these different situations that may, you know, sooner or later we all encounter and it leads up to a natural conclusion or the world. Yeah. So the system itself is not stagnant or, or you know, is not written. In co- the system itself is fluid. Right. That's a that would probably be the main the main one that I've gotten. Um, you know, I've had people tell me. You know, well, I, I had a reading, you know, 10 years ago and they told me I was going to do X, Y, Z, blah, blah. Yeah. That's not to take away from the fact that maybe that's true. Right. But, but, but my suggestion would be don't take that and just lock down on that. And that's, that's it entirely. Right. You know, right. don't think, you know, maybe you were going to get a fantastic job on the West coast. Right. That doesn't mean you should never, ever, ever think about the East coast a day in your life. Right. <laughs> you know, you might get that fantastic <laughs> job on the West Coast and then they open up a satellite office on the East Coast and give you a promotion and say, hey, are you willing to move East, you know, for another 50 grand? And I think the answer would be yes. Right. So, I, um, I think what you're touching on is so pertinent because it's really speaking to being open to the messages, no matter what, being open and surrendering to what God's source whatever universe, whatever you want to call it, um, has in store for you or, and really what you have in store for yourself, because it's just a connection to your higher self. Yeah, 100%. Um, I think that's so important because I feel the same as you when I, when I used to read tarot for myself or, you know, for fun with my friends, I'd be like, Oh, what's my, what's going to come if I date this person or whatever. And now I realize when I read, it is just reflecting the present moment, exactly what you spoke yes. of. And even yes. in my, my Reiki sessions with people, they sort of want me to like predict the future sometimes. And it's like, I'm, I'm reading you based on your past and your present energy. And I can give you based on what you're currently doing, a sort of projection of what might happen in the future, but it's not, it's again, not set in stone, because like you said, you could make a switch, you know, you could, you could turn, you can same with, I find that with astrology too. It's like, it's none of it's you have autonomy in this like you it's not like it's all planned ahead for you that's right that's right yeah absolutely you know um you know I'm a Capricorn but I am distinct based on all the other placements in my chart so when you when someone tried to sum me up as a Cap oh so then you're this that or the other thing you know it's it doesn't work that way and I thank God you know thank thank source creator whatever you want to call it thanks you know that's yeah. why we came here to exercise our free will. Yes, yes, yeah. There's so much else that goes on in the chart. That's one of my pet peeves, or not pet peeves. It's just like I, I try to educate people's like 
there's way more to your chart than your sun sign. <laughs> so uh, way, way different. Way. Capricorn, yeah. I know, is different. <laughs> and I have a lot in my family, so I know Capricorn. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But I love that. I love that we're given that choice. And yes. I love the example that you just gave, Anne. Even in right. So, so that's the idea. It goes across all modalities, whether it's Reiki, whether it's Tarot, whether it's a yoga practice, whether it's you know, actual Western medicine, you know, maybe, maybe you're taking one kind of, maybe some people have a condition and they're taking one type of medicine and then they get better and they're able to lighten, you know, maybe take something yeah. a little lighter and eventually yeah. come off all together. It's yeah. a progression. Exactly. Spiritual, spiritual work and, and our spiritual lives are exactly the same. It's a progression. Yeah. Yes. And my guides are always reminding me of that. I think in our society today, we're so goal oriented and we keep moving the goalpost forward. And we're like, when am I going to reach this? When am I going to get this goal? And then I'll be happy. And they keep telling me like, I'm getting chills now thinking about it. They're like, be present, own this moment, find the happiness and joy in the present too. It's not, absolutely. Oh, when I get this job, when I get married, I'll be so fulfilled and happy. That's not life at all. (laughs) It's not life. It's not how it goes. You know, and you know, and I mean, how many times do we meet some of those goals and we're still not satisfied? Yep. So what does that tell us? You know what I mean? You know, we do this, we do that, we do that, we get this, we get that, we get the other thing, we go here, we go there, we have the relationship, whatever, whatever our goal was, you get there and it's like, oh, yeah, okay, it's good. Yeah. You know, there's still something else stirring. Yeah. Yeah. So that's exactly, this is speaking back to like how I went for, or why I went to you for a reading, because I was like going through this, like, oh my gosh, I keep trying to reach this goalpost and I'm not getting it. And I'm like, I'm not happy. I remember. I remember. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I remember. It really helped me, helped me with that. I just remember seeing, and I'm, I'm, I'm very in the moment when I read, so I don't remember readings, but I remember energy. And yeah, I remember from you, I just remember seeing all this fire and all yeah. this creative energy. And I was like, I, I don't even remember what the question was, but yeah. I just remember this young woman's got a lot in her going on. Like she's going to do so much, you know, just you couldn't be, you know, there wasn't just this one little thing or this one little period of time. It was like a whole road ahead of you. Yes. Yeah. 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 I can't be contained. I can't. <laughs> Mm-mm. it's true I get mad don't put me in a box don't put me in a box. no 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 that thing will burn down it will <laughs> it will be charred it will I'm not just freaking master I'm not just yeah. the best person but I know yeah yeah no tremendous energy source from you tremendous energy thank source you. oh thank you yeah. so oh, much. absolutely um so yeah what so I wanted to call this um, episode actually no bad cards, because I think there are certain cards in the tarot that get a bad rep. Like the, I was talking to FFA earlier, the, the, tow, the tower, I keep wanting to say tarot, the tower <laughs> card. And also like the nine of swords, like there's certain cards that get a bad rep. And again, I feel like the way you read for people is it. Like you'll pull the ta- the tower card and I'll be like, oh God. <laughs> and you'll be like, don't worry. This just means right. blah, blah, blah. And you like, just say it in such a way that it's so not intimidating anymore. So can we quote oh, bad cards of tarot and absolutely, and how absolutely. They're actually not really bad. <laughs> No, no, no more than we're, we're really bad people. Yeah. You know, we got, we can have some pretty awful tendencies yeah. and sometimes we show up all kind of messed up, but deep down, what do we do? We say, oh, you know, my heart was in the right place. So I'm right. really, you know, I'm really a good person. That's life. So again, that's another thing that I love about the system of stroke because it really does represent our human nature. Right. And, and it is a spiritual system and there is a lot of metaphysics to it. And that's a whole other thing, you know, but, but at the end of the day, it's really a reflection of our own behaviors and our own patterns. Um, with that being said, you know, there are the different suits mm-hmm. in Tarot. Mm-hmm. People get really excited when they see pentacles because they think money. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. business or, you know, or, or sensuality, love, whatever. But something I'm getting ready to taste, touch, you know, something. 
All right. They get they they understand and relate to cups because it's emotions. Yep. yep. Right. That's actually a hard there's one. <laughs> there's emotions, right? Um, there, there's so intellectual. With, so I'm always like, oh, <laughs> oh, here we go, here we go, here we go. I gotta feel the feeling. I gotta feel the feeling. And then we have fire. Which, yep. oh, everybody gets excited about fire because yep. it represents passion and can yes. do and, and, and can I say that a double s word okay a asterisk s word you know the yep. kick blink um yep. you know but it's that it's that keep going it's that that vitality it's that life essence that life force and so people love when they but when they get to swords yep so I'll, I'll do that first and then we'll go to major arcana when they get to swords, I had I can't tell you, Anne, how many books I have. A do, I have dozens of books yep. where they'll go. This, this, this. But when you get to swords, just prepare yourself because the entire suit can get classified as a problem. Right? There's 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 a problem. Yeah. I my belief mm -hmm. is that the whole point, mm -hmm. if you get a scar. Mm -hmm. You want to find a band-aid ointment. You want to do something to heal that scar. Right. Reiki. What you want to do, whatever it's going to take, crystal, whatever it's going to take to heal that scar. Right. When when challenging cards come up in Tarot, I think the best thing that we can do is first of all, face it. Scar ain't going to heal by itself. You're going to have to do something. No. The body will, the healing itself, but but probably you're going to have to do something to help it along. Otherwise, when we get challenged, yeah, hmm? it could fester. I mean, it could open, it could gape if you're not acknowledging it. If it's a bad, bad cut you got, you know, right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, so I use that as an analogy for Tarot. When some of those challenging cards come up, they're not coming up to condemn you or to scare you or yeah. to make you feel hopeless, like, okay, well, what am I supposed to do now? Mm -hmm. They come up because they want you to, they want you to figure out what it is, the source of the, of the, of the issue and what you can do about it. Mm -hmm. There is never, you know, this goes back to my overall spiritual um, practice. I personally believe that from the time you are born until the time you check out, mm -hmm. you always have options. True. The options may change. You no. know, yeah. <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. You know, the options may change based on what your circumstances are. Sometimes you may be feel more empowered than others, but you always have options. Yeah. And when we hit some of those challenging cards, like the nine of swords, anxiety, mm -hmm. um, the eight of swords, which, you know, it's kind of a graduation. The eight of swords, yeah. meaning, you know, they're, well, actually, let's peel it back one more because the trouble really kicks off with the seven. <laughs> there's um it's often perceived that when you hit that seven there's betrayal underfoot there's somebody lying to you there's some trickster energy underfoot yep. having experienced that so say let's let's be real practical yeah. say you're in a relationship with someone mm -hmm. and you're getting a romantic reading i want to take a look at my partner my loved one whatever and you get that seven of swords and that seven of swords goes mm, they may not be on the level with me about something there may uh, be a problem here okay yeah. Yeah. Then that could lead to the eight of swords where now that you think there's a problem, whether it is there is or not, but right. of course your mind is going with it. Okay, well, wait a minute. Where 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 were they that night? Right. right, right. <laughs> so now you hit the eight of swords where that those thoughts start to fester. Right, right. Then you hit the nine of swords where it doesn't even matter if they had a really good excuse and somebody else told you, no, 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 they were over my house that night. It was fine. But by yeah. the nine, you're going, mm, you were probably in on it too. Yep. Yep. Okay. <laughs> the idea is Tarot is not going to lie to us and, and tickle us all the time. There are Exactly. You know, there are circumstances where it wants to say, our guides want to tell us, listen up, look up, pay attention. Mm -hmm. It could be indeed something that's going on around you, or it could even just be you. Yes. Especially, I can't tell you since COVID in, 
how yeah. many readings, how, how many more swords or difficult kinds of cards come up in my readings because yeah. of the anxiety that yeah. people are feeling themselves. Right. Regardless right. of what's going on around them, because that, that may just compound it. Right, right. But and the idea is, and you will always see me do this, is what we call clarifiers. I was just going to say, and then you clarify what. Can and then I clarify. <laughs> yep. Because for me, I don't care, you know, I don't care what kind of situation there is. There okay, tell me what it is. And then guides show me how do I get out of it or how do I move it or what steps I can take to at least alleviate it. If I need to get myself in check or if I need to make some changes in what's going on around me, but I can't figure any of that out if I'm stressed out, Ooh, right? No. So, so my approach to the cards, even with those, those tough ones, and like you said, I love the topic of this podcast, which is there are no bad cards because they all serve a purpose. Yes, yes. And, you know, even going back to life, mm -hmm. when we think about it, even when we've been betrayed or hurt not necessarily just romance it could be a job that went wrong or whatever mm -hmm. how many times do we look back at that and say but I learned from it yes you know or or I understand now why that had to happen yeah um you know you you come away because there's a context to put it in and that's what Tarot does for me in some of the now that was the lower suits and in, in particularly swords, although you can get, you know, the five of cups, all the fives are always like some, right. Something. right. There's a challenge. Right. <laughs> but especially um, three cards, major arcana, because we know when those come up in readings, it usually is, it's a, it's definitely guide speaking. Yeah. Oh yeah. It ain't that every day, you know, it's, it's okay. Listen up yep. for real. Yep. And three cards, especially when people are not familiar with tarot, even just the visual impact of the cards that will, you know, get, uh, wait a minute, yeah, the devil. Yep. Um, the tower. Yep. And what am I missing? Death. Oh, death, yes. Mm -hmm. How can I, we can't leave death. death. Those three. I love death now. <laughs> I'm like, know, right? How can you not love death? Like, <laughs> you know? can you not yeah. so that is when I think having a better understanding mm -hmm. um and this is where the reader that you go to will make all the difference yes because if you are with someone who tends to want to foster that dependency mm -hmm. okay so you'll need another reading and another reading and another reading from me because they present that as oh dun 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 yeah. dun yeah, <laughs> this you is know, why everyone's so fearful, or not everyone, but most people are fearful of these cards. Not fearful of those bad, cards right? because, yeah, yeah, because there are people who see them and interpret them as, oh, you know, this and that and the other thing, and you're in danger, and da 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 da, da and that fosters. It makes the person feel powerless. It makes yeah. them afraid, and yeah. from a business standpoint there are you know then it makes them want to keep so you come back to me and we'll you know we'll figure out how to fix it i don't i don't that's i don't go down that road i believe no yeah yeah I, that you know what goes around comes around and you do not play with spirit nope don't do it which is one reason why the scammers really piss me off but that's oh, a whole other thing yeah. um so when i get those cards in particular we think about where they are in the placement of the system of Torah. Remember, remembering if they call it the fool's journey. So you start out and you're innocent and you're trusting and it's da 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 da, -da I'm good. And you progress through and, and there are all these energies and life situations that you encounter that everything seems to be going your way or you feel like you've got it handled. But sooner or later, if you are human and you got red blood in your veins, you're going to hit a bump. Yeah. Right? Yep. You're going to hit a bump. And those three cards in particular, mm -hmm. death being related to Scorpio, mm -hmm. being related to Pluto and Mars. Yep. So it is a card that indicates change. 
And change is not a bad thing. It could yeah. be difficult. Yeah. You know? And it also, can, it can, it, yeah, I was just going to add, if you're going to embark on a new journey, some, like, a lot of times I'm realizing is energetically, you need to let things die out to allow the new to come in, which is what death, uh, yeah. and the fool, actually. Yes. Yes. And the fool. Yeah. Although, although with the fool, you don't even realize what you had to let go to start mm -hmm. on the journey. You yeah. just, you just did it. You just jumped. You're just you like, saw the opportunity. Nope. And you yep. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas by the time you, you enter, you encounter an energy like death, you're thinking about, oh, I need to make this change, but here's what I stand to lose. Or like you just said, but here, and here's what I'm going to have to release to make space for this. Yep. Right. Mm -hmm. I love, um, when death and tower are like counterparts yeah because the tower then comes in with its plutonian energy and says um every now and again we get a little hard-headed and we think we know better than spirit we think yeah. we know better than our guides we decide what we gonna do i don't care i know yeah. what i should do yeah yes you know and we resist Yep. We resist making the changes. We resist leaving the job that we absolutely hate. Yeah. Because we're, we've become dependent on that regular paycheck. You know, we resist leaving the relationship that's toxic and unhealthy for us because we don't, at least yep. we got somebody and we don't want to be alone, yep. et cetera, et cetera. So that tower energy sometimes pops up in our lives. It tends to be more unexpected. Yep. Death will give you time to prepare. Yep. yep. The tower can step in and say, mm -mm, today's that day. Yes. Yes. I, and I feel called to share. Can I share please. my moment um, that happened to me? Because I remember it in particular last June. I kept for a month pulling the tower and I was like, oh no, what's going on? For a month, it was like every pull was like tower or reverse tower. Anyways, tower energy. And I was like, oh, well, whatever, I'll be able to handle it. And it really did turn me upside down <laughs> internally. Like I didn't have any big external changes to my life. I didn't move jobs or anything like that. It was like an internal shift in me. And, um, you know, I, I ended up going to various healers to like just just heal from this situation that I was going through. I just it was a lot of people where I was actually just becoming a workaholic and I was working mm. my day job, working crazy for my business, my, you know, awakened hustler, my personal business. And spirit was like, you are not listening. You need to rest. You, you need to rest. And I wasn't at all. And finally I had to surrender and be like, okay, okay. I'm letting <laughs> sing now, but it, it really took a lot of that tower energy to get me to stop and actually like take a vacation, which I wasn't doing. I was I have a family member who's sick that I was going back and forth to visit on my vacation times. I wasn't taking a break. I was just like so overworked. And right. I view the tower ever since that experience of being like, you're not listening. You're not in touch with your internal guidance system or your guides. So here you go. <laughs> They're gonna yes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and you know, I, I, I love that you use that example. And because so the, the end, the end result of your tower experience was actually good for you. Yes. Yes. And this podcast. Oh, thank you for using that example. Thank yes. you. This podcast I, came out of that experience, I think, because now I'm in touch with all these healers that helped me through that process. And I was like, I need to vocalize your story. So yes, yes. It, all, it all works out. It does. It does. It really does. It yes. really does. And that's a beautiful, like, I could not say it better. That is a perfect, perfect um, example of how those kinds of energies can present themselves in a reading. And it's not meant to spell doom and gloom. It's, you know, spirit is always working in our favor. Yes, it is. Always. It is. It's us. You know, we got to get it together. Exactly. <laughs> you know, we got to get it together. And so. I actually wanted to backtrack a little bit to swords um, because I've been pulling King of Swords and Queen of Swords a lot. Mm. Queen of Swords a lot, actually. And I love those two as well, like those energies, because the queen of swords is like cutting through 
like BS and mm-hmm. getting to the heart of the matter or like setting boundaries with people. Like, like she is like a stern one, but she, you know, gets things done. I feel like, and, and Absolutely. to a, a good place in your life. So again, I just wanted to touch on that too, is like those swords as well are, are great cards. I actually love getting King of Swords. They are amazing cards. Yeah. They are amazing cards. And, and when you think about it, you know, they integrate the parts of us that can both be bothersome or our best attributes, yes. our ability to rationalize, our ability to process our brains, you know, the capacity of our brains, our intellect, our ability to, to process information to, to the way that our brain, even in our healing, the way that our brain then can, you know, it directs our bodies. Like there's so much beauty to it. Yep. But it doesn't, but it's not always comfortable. No. You know, a queen of swords can cut you up, <laughs> tell you about your business. And you, just, you know, and all you can do is just sit there, mm, you know, and, and, and then, you know, and then whatever part she left out the king, you know, because that at least she's coming in feminine energy, right? And then you get the man, you know, that kind of military, like, I don't even care, you know, just get, I know you, you fell down and you couldn't take, but get up. You know, no, no sympathy for here. Get up. But that's, that too serves its point. You know, it it serves its purpose. It does. Yeah. And sometimes you get the, you know, queen of cups and the the king of cups who are a little more gentle and and a little more gentle. It's the energy you're, you're kind of desiring in that, in that moment. Yes. So yes. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So do I. I also wanted to mention as you were talking, um, so in, when we talk about shadow work a lot, we talk about how you're bringing light to these darker aspects. And I was just thinking just the way you're talking and, and how you portray the tower or nine of swords, you know, all these bad cards, death, um, you bring the light to them. So I wanted to, I wanted to mention that is like, you're actually bringing the light to these cards. Thank you. So, Thank you so it's, much. Scary. It's, it's shedding light, just like shadow work, you're shedding light on these negative aspects but really it's just the aspects of ourselves that we suppress and push away so I think sometimes we do that with tap the you know the tower card or these types of cards. absolutely or devil or whatever absolutely yeah. we really do yeah. and and but the thing is and the thing is like don't don't down your shadow no exactly. because that right you yeah, know, the two cannot light and dark. Like the two do can't coexist without. I mean, the two coexist. They can't. They they balance off each other, and they both serve their purpose. Exactly. You know. So don't don't because that's another thing. Talking about shadow work is. I think I think it gets a bad rep because people think it means that you've got to go into these deep, dark recesses of you. You know, or you've got to revisit trauma. And you've got to be, you're going to be triggered and you got to relive and all of that. And I, and while all of those things could be true mm-hmm. in dealing with shadow work, the whole point is remembering there is a light. Yes. Yeah. You will not, there's no trap door that's going to shut you into that energy and there's no way out. There is yeah. all, it always serves a purpose, but it's like, you know, it's like expecting to eat cake when you yeah. never went and bought the batter and the eggs and the, and the sugar. So you know, but then where's the cake going to come from? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. So the healing and, and dealing with things, especially when, I, I don't know in your practice, but certainly in mine, when I've worked with people who are trying to work through their shadow, is this notion of repeated patterns because yeah. very often that shadow part of us can be because of something that we keep doing subconsciously or unconsciously and it's not serving us you know yeah. it's a habit that we develop you know we, we, we're doing whatever and it's hurting our health or it's hurting our bodies or it's hurting other people around us we didn't wake up in the morning and decide i'm gonna go out here today and just and just mess it up you know I'm just I'm, that's, that's my objective that's not what happens, but you find yourself. And how many times do you help people or people come to you and go, I don't know why I keep doing this. Or I don't know why I keep meeting this same type of person or having this same experience. Yeah. Because there's something up in there that gotta be, we gotta, you know, gotta scrape it. 
yeah, exactly. It's got to, it has to have the light on it. And yeah, and put the light on it, put the light on it. You start dancing with that shadow. You started to yeah, with dance you. with that shadow, yeah. you know, and be prepared yeah. as life goes on, you know, be prepared. Something could happen. And, and there's a power outage. Yep. <laughs> right. <laughs> and things start looking dark again because, yep. you know, but that's, that's that ebb and flow. And yep. it's all meant to teach you something. Maybe sometimes we get a little too comfortable. Yep. As, as you know, um, when I was growing up, our parents and, and aunties and stuff used to, oh, you're getting, you gotten too cute. You know, you think you're cute now. <laughs> and so sure enough, we, you know, you learn, you learn new lessons. You, yes, you do. You, yeah. It all serves yeah. a purpose. It all does. Definitely. If, yeah. if for shadow work, if it weren't for that tower moment, I wouldn't have a podcast today. So I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's, it all serves a purpose. It does. It does. So where is a good place to reach you? And can you touch a little bit on the services you're offering? Um, Absolutely. You sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, as we first connected was, um, I'm very, very active on Instagram. Um, I do, sometimes I'll do longer posts, you know, a couple of minutes, two or three minutes or whatever. But for the most part, I do what I call my quick check-ins. And that's where I will either, you know, I come on and do a 60 second or under video with a couple of cards and say, you know, here's, here's how things may look today. Yep. So that's my day-to-day thing. Um, on YouTube, which I am becoming more and more active on and, and I'm going to direct a lot more of my energy on because I'm planning, as I said earlier, I'm going to do a, uh, online tutorial, um, of the major arcana. And so there we have that longer format easily, you know, people expect that. So, and I am the same on all platforms. I'm touched by Tarot on Instagram. I'm touched by Tarot on YouTube. Um, and to reach me for bookings is touchbytarot at gmail.com. Really, really easy. I will be launching a website. And it's in the process of being built. Unfortunately, don't ask me who, because when I looked it up, it doesn't exist. But the name touchedbytarot.com was taken. Oh, no. <laughs> so it's the domain. And I'm looking, I'm like, but there's no, it says there's no website, but I couldn't get the name. So on, uh, the, on my website will be the only place where it shifts a little bit and it's going to be truly touched by Tarot. I figured that'd be easy for people, a little longer, but easy to remember. Alliteration. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Truly touched by Tarot. Um, that'll be the name of the website. I will be announcing that on Instagram and YouTube very soon. Um, Great. Before the end of the month. And um, my services, like you said, starting out, I do, you know, general readings, life path readings, ancestral readings, where those are distinct is very, most of the people come to me for general readings, Mm -hmm. meaning you've got something going on, sort of how we connect it, you know, you've got something going on, and you just need some clarity around it, you know, you just need a different perspective, you want to go to your guides, and you just need to you know, you're in that moment where you just, you're going to make a decision or you're going to make a move or something needs to shift and you just need a little more context for it. So those are, you know, those by far, that's the bulk of the readings that I do, my general readings, Um, or as I say, my intuitive readings. And that's where, of course, I use the system of Tarot, but I use oracles. I use the leaner man. I use my, my, um, I got it right here. I use my little pendulum, all sorts of things. I even use cowrie shells. Oh, Um, yeah. So I do divination. My whole thing is by the time I'm done, I just want to make sure you've got some clarity around it. Mm -hmm. And so those are, those are my intuitive readings. Um, ancestral readings that kind of goes back to when we were just talking about shadow work, because very often we are the way that we are Mm -hmm. because of family patterns and ancestral patterns, or some people call it ancestral karma. Mm-hmm. And so the structure, the cards are still the same, but the structure of how I go about the reading changes because then I am deliberately in a, in a general intuitive reading, I'm looking at your higher self combined with my higher self and our guides and we all get together and have a party. Oh, cool. Yeah. With an ancestral reading, I am going to your ancestors. I want to see, I want to see what you're made of. 
because that will help determine why you are feeling this way or why you have this pattern or why you feel, um, you know, like, like you want to break away from something that you don't even understand exactly why you feel tied to it. Yeah. So that's where we identify more. We really go more into the spiritual realm. Um, intuitive readings can be very much about the day-to-day. You hear, yes. you know, Anne's working too hard. She's trying to build Awakened Hustler. This is a very real day-to-day yes. thing, you know, real life happening that we need to get a grip on. Totally. Ancestral readings are more about that broader, why am I here? I am still me, even though I come from other people. I was raised by certain people, my grandparents or great-parents, great-grandparents or whatever. So there's this lineage, but I'm still me. Right. And I and and you want to get clarity around how both that can benefit you, how it can perhaps be, you know, a challenge to you if there's some karmic issues that need to be broken. Um, so that sort of thing. I and think then life sign up for that one. Cause I've been recently <laughs> connecting more with my ancestors and I exactly what you touched on. I'm like, I think I need an ancestral reading. <laughs> yeah, talk to me. Sign um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And then and then finally, um, life path or soul path readings. And that is that's sort of a continuation of ancestral. Ancestral is more to give you that sense of, of understanding why you are the way you are. Or I've had this happen a lot where people have been traumatized by loved ones. And you want to put that in perspective because sometimes your healing depends on you know, people, oh, well, then you just need to forgive the past. Well, you know, that's a lot easier said than done. Yes. <laughs> but if you can understand that perhaps, I'm just using this as an example, if you can understand that perhaps alcoholism or substance abuse or violence was something that was happening at that time and was done to that person and then perpetrated with you, then yeah. spirit can come through the cards and say, here's, here's sweetheart, here's, yeah. here's some things we... Actually, that sounded sexist. Our spirits don't say sweetheart, but <laughs> yeah. No. But, but here, loved one or beloved. How about that? You know, here, beloved. Um, um, you know, there's, there's, so there's that context. But then you get to, okay, now I have this greater understanding of myself. Mm-hmm. I have a greater understanding of my patterns. Yep. I, I have a better, you know, handle on what I'm made of. Yeah. both obstacles and talents yeah. and now I need to know my life path my soul calling my soul purpose which is then I incorporate a lot more numerology astrology that sort of thing because then we go into a fuller tableau of what lights you on fire yeah yeah amazing you know and it's amazing how how many of us don't know we don't know that no <laughs> It's true. We just don't, we don't know it. We know sometimes we have fun when we're doing a certain thing or where we're around certain people or, you know, we know for a moment we're actively engaged. Yeah. But when you're talking life path, soul purpose, you're talking about the imprint that you want to leave yep. on the world. Yeah. That, that, yeah, that, takes a, that takes a commitment. Yeah. I feel like that brings clarity to people who are kind of aimlessly like, where am I going? What am I doing? Um, yeah. And they're just like, okay, I'll get this reading done and, and see what I'm meant to be doing and see what, if what I'm doing matches up to it or aligns with it. So. Absolutely. Uh, it's Absolutely. Really cover all the basis with your, all your readings. It sounds like. You just- I love it. I absolutely love it. I absolutely love it. And, and for me, you know, I'll just share for me, it's, um, one of the one of the the things that made me focus on that as a distinct type of reading is because I realized, like I told you, and I just I just went public. I, I just turned sixty one in December. I, I was fifty nine, like a senior, a freaking senior. By the time I finally went public, like you know, and I mean, I was cooking when I was in my thirties or forties, but I wasn't ready because I didn't know that was my life purpose or my life. I didn't know that that set my soul on fire. I just knew I was good at it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but I was also good at being a girlfriend and being a mom and being, you know, and being a career woman and being a writer and a journalist. I was good at a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't identify with it as a calling. Right. Beautiful. I'm, I'm so glad you're doing it now. I'm just so, because you really are 
changing, like you said, the world and really touching people. So lives. are you. Reading. And so are you. Thank you. And so are you. Hundred percent. Um, so what, speaking of touching people's lives and changing the world, what is one message you have for the collective right now or, or our listeners? What is something that they could use right now as, as a tool or as a, as a message for what they're going through currently? I think, you know, this is, I think we had spoken about maybe doing a couple of cards um, to wrap up. So I would, you know, I will always defer to spirit always the first spirit and i know you're gonna ask me and i didn't bring the box uh okay let me go with one that i know what it is (laughs) yeah (laughs) i was getting ready to do it and i was like wait a minute i didn't bring the box and i can't think of what it's called (laughs) so i'm gonna use um the intuitive night goddess oh beautiful yeah it's a gorgeous deck feminine perspective um really really beautiful all right, so I'm cool. All right, first of all, I want to give thanks for this opportunity. I ask, um, guys, that you bless Anne because she is really using her platform, using her voice to um, to bring others into the fold and to build community. And so I ask that you would continue to inspire her, give her energy, give her guidance, give her protection, and let her business flourish. And she flourishes, the rest of us do. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And then as we wrap up this podcast, I ask that you would come through with just a couple of cards, what anyone who comes across this would need to know in any time, whenever they come across it. Ace of Cups. Ooh, beautiful. And the Three of Cups. All right, so (laughs) so I think, and the three of cups came reversed a couple of ways that I'm going to interpret that. I'm going to do upright first with this ace of cups. So I would say the message that spirit wants to give, and it kind of goes along with everything that you and I have talked about, do what... Go for love, go for what you love, go for what what uplifts you. The Ace of Cups, you just don't get a lot better in terms of the potential for recognizing what it's like to feel good, what it's like to open your heart for people who may come across this this podcast and have gone through something that's tended to kind of make them pull back and just, I don't wanna be hurt again, I don't want to take another chance. Spirit is saying with this Ace of Cups, there is always a reason to try again. And if you don't feel like trying with anybody else, try with you. Yeah. Be, you know, be a, be a Ace of Cups of one. All right. Now it did come with the three of cups reversed. When I see everybody has a different method for reading reversals. When I see reversals, I go at it two ways. Number either there's a delay in the energy of that card. It's there, but it it ain't, you know, it's sitting in the background a little bit. It's not ready to come forward or it is a reflection. Instead of it being a reflection of something going on around you, it is is internal. Mm. I would say what I get from this because it came reversed, I'm going to go with the internal option. And I'm going to say that your, your base, your community those who come across this podcast, 100% are going to need a message around love. And they're going to need a message around celebrating themselves. The three of, car, a three of cups when it comes upright is a card of celebration. It is a card that we often see around birthdays and holidays and, and times when people gather. This, could, this just came to me, intuitive stuff, that this could be where people are, are missing getting around other people mm-hmm. and there's that feeling of isolation and missing being able to give hugs and laugh with one another and do things together but spirit is saying in that event start within party of one yep. party of one and eventually it'll come up right that that reversal will flip itself around and you will find yourself in the midst of that laughter and those good times and that ability to exchange right oh that's it that's what i that was beautiful that was beautiful reading thank you so much and oh i had a ball
my hope with this podcast is if you are feeling alone, like that reverse three of cups is you have us. I mean, you have the support system here. We're right. Absolutely. Always reach out. I'll put a FFA's info in the bio if you need it. So 100%. like you're alone in this journey. I know right now a lot of people are feeling isolated and, and you aren't at all. And, and I hope, you know, even though this podcast might be recorded at a time and you listen to it way later on, I just hope that it, the message is perfect for you in that moment. And yeah, and you feel that connection. Yes. Because yes, and then I I absolutely align myself with that. I always, you know, you you hear me say, "Spirit makes no mistakes." No, and so the fact that we talked about all wouldn't it have been funny if we pulled the tower or like, <laughs> like oh man, hit delete and let's start over. No, yeah. no. <laughs> but but the fact that you know after everything that we discussed, it that spirit and gave us such beautiful energy to wind up with. Yeah. Um, you know, is to me, it is, it is number one, it says that this conversation was heard. Yes. And that they were here. And yes. also that whoever comes upon it is going to get something from it. Amazing. Oh, I have chills again. This, this yeah. is a wonderful, wonderful episode. Thank you so oh, much. Thank you. All right. Thank you. And let's sign off with the cheers. Cheers of our drinks. <laughs> I, and I didn't even go for the mimosa. Stuck with the iced water. <laughs> Fine. Well, Thank cheers. You. Thank cheers. you. All right.